Welcome to another episode of Before You Kill Yourself with your host, Leo Flowers. I am Leo Flowers. Today's Saturday, and I woke up today with that what do I do now kind of vibe. I don't know if you've woken up with that typically on Saturday mornings. I read a quote that said, freedom without discipline is its own kind of slavery. And, uh, and I realized that when I woke up and I had so much freedom today. I didn't really have anything on the calendar. And I was, found myself scrolling, like, should I go watch a movie? Maybe go see Barbie or Oppenheimer. I mean, that, that's where I was, where I was willing to, <laughs> to go see Barbie just to get on this, like, Barbenheimer uh, train wagon that, you know, I live in California, so it seems like everybody wants to see Barbie and Oppenheimer. And so I had that, that fear of missing out. But in my soul... Neither of those appealed to me. Nothing about being in a theater for three hours, motionless, to watch uh, an explosion and, you know, a a story where I I know how it's going to turn out. And I don't know if I'm going to leave feeling excited or activated or I don't know if it'll change me in any kind of way and the same thing for Barbie where I was like you know these might be these would be nice to watch at home but this is not really how I want to spend my Saturday but it was my default because I was like I got nothing else on the calendar so I got up and I worked out. So I, you know, I, I, I did what I always suggest to you all to do is, you know, do the next right thing. So I brushed my teeth, took my inhaler meds. Uh, I did my workout. I attended my um, SCAA meeting. Uh, for those of you new listeners, my sugar and carbs addict anonymous meeting. And then... Um, I cleaned up the yard, did some yard work, got outside, got some air. And then I cleaned my car. I hand washed my car, which I got to tell you, I love. And I've done, I've talked a little bit about it in the past, but I really want to go into to detail here as to the joy of washing your car. It sounds like such a small thing, you know, especially for a suicide prevention podcast where it's like, go get therapy or, you know, make sure you're getting sun or talk to somebody, a journal. But washing your car gives one a sense of purpose and a beginning, middle, end. Like they're just, it was all the things my soul needed this morning, right? I mean, one it allowed me to bond with my car, right? Because it's such a, a intimate act. Anything you do with your hands, whether it's washing your car, cooking, or putting together furniture, anything that allows a, a hands-on pro- <coughs> excuse me, a hands-on process, 
even massage, you know, rubbing someone's shoulders or having your feet rubbed, like anything that's hands-on that's, you know, obviously consensual and, and welcomed and invited allows us to connect and, and builds that intimacy. A lot of times I think when we think about connecting and intimacy, we think that it has to be with another person. But we could, as human beings, was beautiful and wonderful about being a human is that we can form an intimate bond with a person, place, or thing, or even an idea to some extent, but really person, place, thing, because those things are tactile. They allow us to be hands-on. And, you know, as I'm moving around the car and I'm paying attention to every detail, I'm becoming more familiar with its contours and lines and unique features. I think this is also why it's important if you're in a relationship to sit with each other, cut the TV off, put the phones away, and, you know, either massaging, rubbing, stretching, finding a hands-on process that allows you two to become intimate with each other. And this goes back, I did an upload an episode on grooming. When we groom ourselves, whether you know we shave our legs or our face or our armpits, <laughs> so you know for me it's 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 nose hairs and ear hairs. Th- th- this hands-on process really allows us to connect with ourselves and the people and work around us. And this creates a strong sense of bonding and appreciation for my car. And so as I'm learning how to bond and appreciate my car, ideally then it teaches me how to bond and appreciate other people, right? It becomes more than just a means of transportation, right? It be, I think this is, so, this is why like a lot of people even name their cars, Know, whether it's Betty or Jeffrey or Susan or you know Ophelia, <laughs> that's such an old timey name. Shout out to all the Ophelias out there, right? Um, well, I've had a daughter. I think I would name her. I like that name, Ophelia. Right? That's a uh, there's there's something tactile, but sm- like smooth, like velvety, Ophelia, right? But as I'm out there bonding with my car, forming this intimate connection with it, I found it to also be therapeutic and and meditative. There was something calming about because I'm not I'm not rushing, right? I, I had had all the time in the world to really you know wax on and wax off. Remember. Remember the Karate Kid movies, Wax On, Wax Off, and and uh, the Karate, I forget his name, but the Karate Kid was like, why am I, why you got me washing windows and sweeping the floor? And, and, he, and Mr. Miyagi was teaching him that before we can really get into action mode, in, into, the, into, the, into the fight, until we can really show up 
for other people and, and, and get, be ready for battle, we have to come from a place of calm and serenity and, and meditation and also connection, making sure we feel connected to ourselves and our body, right? But a lot of us, you know, me included, I just, we just want to jump in there and get started. And this is why, you know, so many cultures talk about prayer and meditation to start your day and even have a practice of washing, you know, as you, as soon as you wake up, even before you start exercising or working out, there's a, a ritual of cleansing oneself. And so there's something calming and, and therapeutic. It, ther, ther, therapy is not just within the walls of a therapist, of a counselor, of a psychologist. It, it's also in how we show up to what's in front of us. You know, the, the repetitive motion of washing and rinsing, it's so meditative because there's a rhythm, a dance. It provides an opportunity for us to relax and clear our mind. You know, it's, I notice my self-talk uh, to be much more nourishing and and relaxing and you know because sometimes I have to force the self-talk you know I have I have my mantras that I say and um and other times the self-talk can be you know something destructive or evil it's like a it's like a horrible roommate right but I notice that as I'm waxing on and waxing off and the repetitive motions of washing and rinsing I'm I'm having a conversation with the car, like, hey, how are you? How's it going? Oh, I see you got a little scratch there, buddy. Uh, let me get that for you. You know, like um um, it's 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 a conversation. And then I'm I'm noticing that uh, I'm I'm looking at the house that we live in differently in the yard, and um the neighbors are walking by, and I'm I'm waving at the neighbors and saying good morning and hello and. And there's no uh, pretext. I don't know if pretext is a word, but you know how sometimes you see someone, you say hello, and you have this like awful narrative running in your head of, uh, uh, you know, sometimes it's self-conscious of like, what do they think of me? And um, should I say hello, blah, blah, blah. I had none of that. I was, I was like a, I felt childlike where I just saw somebody and because I was in this calm and therapeutic state, I just wanted to be like, hey, how, how's it going? You know, and, and this went right back to what I was doing. I didn't even have my headphones in. And usually I'm cleaning the car and I'm listening to a, a podcast or audio book or, uh, or my set. Or, you know, I'm listening to something I'm t- or I'm t- on the phone and, and, and talking to a, a family member or a friend. But it, it really, for me, was a, a chance to take a break from the daily hustle and bustle, right? I mean, really, that's what I woke up with. It was that feeling of, I woke up with the Monday through Fridays. That's what I call it. You know, Monday through Friday, you, you wake up and you're like, all right, I got to get, you, you kind of get on this hamster wheel of things you got to do. And then Saturday, Sunday comes, and you kind of wake up with that same energy of that hustle and bustle and um 
it was, it was something beautiful about just dedicating some time solely to the focus of the care of my car. I, I took pride in that, you know, especially um, because I was like, wow, this is my car. It gave me time to kind of take it in, right, that, that, that I, I own this, I bought this, because um, I, I, I had some cars where I remember my first car it was this old car, man. It was, I bought it from this old man. The, the, the man was, like, he couldn't drive anymore. That's how old he was, right? And, and I bought it from him. And even though it was an old car, because he had it his whole life, it had like you know, 30,000 miles on it or something. He never drove it. He, um, I bought it when I was in college in, in Muncie, Indiana. And Muncie's a very small town. So to get anywhere it takes you five to ten minutes at most. So, uh, um, you know, he, he worked from home. He worked close to home. So he never really put miles on the car. But needless to say, it was still a very old car. And uh, I remember one time I bought tickets to see Phantom of the Opera, front row, center, in Indianapolis, which was uh, an hour away from Muncie. Uh, my girlfriend at the time lived in Indy. And this was, you know, before cell phones, or at least I didn't have a cell phone. Um, and my car, I get in my car to drive down there, and I forget like the transmission or something went out on it, and it and I had it had just enough juice to get me to a gas station. The guy fixed it, and then, um, but I ended up missing the first half of Phantom of the Opera. And luckily, my date, because you know this was before like you know I could email tickets or anything like that. Uh, she was able to talk her way in, and uh, and you know, and I, finally I was able to show up. But, but that car, it was just this old brown, you know, old man's car. And then my next car, I had um, the driver's side door couldn't open, so I had to get in on the passenger side, right? Which was super embarrassing to climb in and climb out on. The, and even after I got a newer car. I still find myself climbing in on the passenger side. <laughs> so, you know, spending this time hand washing my car gave me a chance to go down memory lane of all the cars I had before this one. And, and, and so what this car represented for me. Um, and that just that cleaning the car so man meticulously and getting in all the the little nooks and crannies it, it just really helped to remind me of the investment that I've made in this car and and how beautiful the car sometimes you know when you have something for so long you just take it for granted it's, it's just a car to you it's just a thing to get you from A to B but when we actually take time to take care of it same thing with our bodies sometimes we can take our bodies for granted but you know, when we are hydrated and have a good night's sleep and we exercise and we, we groom ourselves and put low, then we start really appreciating our body, not just for how it looks, but for what it can do and for what it used to do, right? To be like, wow, I remember when you couldn't do this. Like, I remember when I could only do two push uh, uh, two pull-ups 
and now I can do nine pull-ups. I'm like, wow, my body can do that. Like that's that's awesome. And it's also a practice in paying attention to detail, right? Because it does require require us to be uh, meticulous, and and that can spill over into other aspects of our life. The, the whole process really encourages discipline and a keen eye for spotting imperfections and, and making improvements. When I was looking at the rest of my house, I was like, oh, there are other things that I need to to work on. You know, I, there are other things I need to move around. Like that doesn't look right there. This needs to go over here. I need to cut this down, trim that, mow that. You just start noticing other things. All of a sudden, my day started to build on itself. And then I started thinking about the podcast and, and what I wanted to talk about today. And, um, and so it starts ex, you know, extending into other areas of where I need to organize and, and, and groom and, and home maintenance. You just start to expand your view of things by focusing on this one very narrow thing. And I got to tell you, when I got done, there was such a sense of accomplishment. I mean, completing the hand-washing process is, you see your car just gleaming and shining, and then the sunlight just bounces off of it. It's like, ooh, I did that. You get that. And then you get in, and, and the car smells different, and it feels different, and it feels like it it drives faster and uh, you just feel more capable and connected and and then you want to spend more time with it. Not that you want to spend more time in a car, but you just go, oh man, like you, you tr- I actually find myself trusting the car more. I feel safer in the car after all of that. Um, and it, it's just, and, and the best part about it because I was washing the car outside uh, um, in our, not in the garage, but in the, in the driveway, was the social interaction with the community. You know, people walking by saying hi. You know, I'm not at the point yet, but I assume that in some neighborhoods, you know, there are other car enthusiasts who are like, hey, man, how do you wash your car? And, and you know, what do you use for your tires and the glass? So now you're having this bonding over cars or, you know, over other things that you, you don't have it when you're inside the house, you know, all the time doing things or if you're at work. So it was just a way to kind of feel a bit more connected with the community, get a sense for who else is up at that time because I was up kind of early this morning around, I think, 6.30 or something. Um, you know, it was just so hot. If you're going to do anything outside, you want to get up early before the sun uh, starts to cooking, you know. So I, I just want to share that with you. And I know everybody doesn't have a car. But it's this idea of if you don't have a car, you could have the same experience cleaning out a room or your closet or, you know, taking time to groom yourself or groom your pet or, you know, spending this time uh, you know, with a loved one, stretching, massaging, you know, 
oils or find find the car in your life that thing it could even be your laptop take your laptop into the store get it cleaned um if you have knives get those sharpened you can take those you know it's about finding these things in your house in your life that that have kind of been neglected throughout the week that we can take care of that we can sharpen that we can improve upon if you found some value in this episode please send it to one other person just one other person uh, so you two can have a conversation about you know finding ways to be hands-on and increase intimacy and and what you find thought calming and therapeutic and 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 that that pride that you feel and that sense of accomplishment, right? When you have that kind of communication and you have that kind of connection, then we build community. That's how we get to tomorrow together. Thank you for tuning in. Remember, this podcast is not a substitute for calling the 988 or any of the other 800 uh, phone calls or uh, numbers that are each in every single one of the show notes. You can chat, talk, text. You can go to thrivewithleo.com for one-on-one coaching with yours truly. Let's get to tomorrow together.